up, everybody? This is the One Question Podcast, where each week we're going to dive in, ask, and answer a few questions about some of life's most difficult topics, and oftentimes those questions will lead to more questions and more questions and more questions, but today we're joined by my co-host, Lindsay. Hey, guys. How's it going? And Pastor Jerry. Hey, everyone. The man himself. Thanks for being here today. Oh, I'm excited. (laughs) Yeah, well, hey, you guys, part of the reason we're going to be doing this podcast is really so that everyone listening can kind of grow in a better understanding of, of who Jesus is. So whether you're spiritually curious and a friend just sent this to you and you're like, what am I listening to? Hopefully you'll stick around for a little while. Um, whether you're new to faith or been following Jesus a long time and just have some of these questions. Man, we here at Beach Church, we really believe that we're not supposed to set those questions aside, but really dive deep into them because God is a God of answers and of truth. And so we're really excited to be here today. Absolutely. Mm. And this is episode two. Episode two. Episode two of one question. The question for the day is. Drum roll. Drum roll. What does the Bible say about loneliness? And we're going to find a couple of times where we'll be doing these sorts of questions where what does the Bible say about Blank. Blank. Yeah. And today it's what does the Bible say about loneliness? Absolutely yeah. nothing. No one's right. ever lonely. <laughs> no. If you're a Christian, you're never I'm not lonely. lonely. Have you ever been lonely? I've never, never. experienced loneliness. It's not just once. a very foreign idea to me. <laughs> That's actually one of the greatest parts about the Bible is that the Bible always br- embraces reality. Mm-hmm. And loneliness is a part of the human journey. And so you, f- you find a lot of places in the Bible that refer to people who experience loneliness. Yeah, and I think it's super timely because, I mean, last year, 2020, COVID-19 happened. and Nobody I think was lonely during that time. Right? No, no absolutely not. I feel like people, if you're not picking up on our sarcasm, we yes, all have been hopefully. super lonely. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but yeah, in 2020, what a year of loneliness. And I think even as we transition into 2021, you know, there is some sense of, of is the loneliness ever going to end? Because even mm. though things are open, masks are off in a lot of places, like, there's still a sense of loneliness, I think, that a lot of people are experiencing. Yeah, 100%. I think that, too, whenever you go through something like that, you know, through a, through a, a lengthy season, there's a lot of residue that mm. comes out of that season that impacted us mm-hmm. with with a sense of loneliness. That, um, And we're all just trying to figure out how do we reconnect yeah. You know, it, it's great to be able to be like here with you guys yeah. actually without <laughs> masks covering our faces and actually just having a conversation. I kind of think the mask did me some good, you know? Oh, like your big was, beard. Yeah, I don't kinda, know. Kind of <laughs> hid, thing, hid things from people, you know? Um, well, hey, diving a little bit more into that. Um, so so did God create us to be lonely? And and mm. if so, or if not, you know, why, am, why do we experience loneliness then? Sure, yeah. Now, I, I think from the very beginning, you read in the book of Genesis, when God created us, he created us for community. He created us for community with him, mm-hmm. and he created us in community with one another. And I love that um, the Bible, before sin ever entered the picture, in a perfect world, God said, as he looked over all that he created, it is not good for man to be alone. And I know sometimes people make that out to be the man and woman thing so you and have marriage. To be right. Yeah. I think it's way more than that. I think it's a theological statement that we were created for community mm-hmm. and that it it is not good 
that, that we ultimately be alone. Yeah, in our first episode, I mean, we dived into the Trinity. And I mean, I think God himself was, you know, birthing community. Like he experiences community at his yes. level. Of course, if we're made in his image, we also are going to be designed. That's right. That's be great. In community. Yeah, that's a great point. That's a great point. I, I love the fact that um, I think about how we grow, like in how we we grow more comfortable in our faith, but also how we just grow as people and grow as humans and walk through this life. And I think that doing it alone is something that's so difficult. And when you have someone there with you, even like you said, not necessarily a spouse, it could be your your best friend. It could be a, a dog. I mean, it could be somebody to right. talk to. I love my to. dog. Don't joke about that. I'm not. <laughs> it's a cat. It's a cat. <laughs> it is a cat, which you're still lonely because yeah. you have a cat. So. That's um, true. <laughs> I've never found them to be great companions. Whether you, know it, whether you know it or not, you're all alone if you're just alone. No, I'm just kidding. Um, so... Um, you did have a second part of that question that I did not answer. Go for yes. it. Kind of so, yeah, what so happened. If, if yeah. God is authoritative and didn't create us to be lonely, but to be in community, why? What happened? Right? Why are we lonely? Yeah, why is so, David so lonely sure. over here without his cat? <laughs> sure. so, so, you know, when sin happened, when humanity chose its own way versus God's way, um, that fractured the true sense of community that God had created us for. Mm. And so our relationship to God was impacted and our relationship with one another was impacted. And so um, that created what we know today as a lot, because loneliness is kind of just that in in its truest form is um, we're in, for one reason or another, we feel separated Mm. from the other, whether that's God or one another. That's great. Why do you think that, um, I, don't, I don't know, I think like when I think about that, I think about Jesus and mm. his time on earth. Do you think Jesus ever experienced that same sense of loneliness that we feel? Yeah. Well, I think first of all, if you think about the fact that um, in a very real sense, G- the word became flesh and dwelt among us. Jesus left the riches of heaven and entered into this world Mm. and experienced all the things, some of the things that we experience as well. So just in that sense that he entered into the world. Yeah. I think a lot of us, we assume, you know, like we talked about our last podcast that Jesus's life began on Christmas day in a stable, Right, but he existed before that. And he was in this perfect community with God and the Holy spirit. And then for him to step down into the world, that wasn't just a, Oh, this is easy. I'm just going to continue to be myself. It's like, no, he experienced, Experienced such separation yeah. and loneliness from what he had been experiencing. Yeah, and even beyond that, just look at his life. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, I think back to the Garden of Gethsemane where Jesus himself chose in that last moment there, he chose to invite some of his disciples to be with him, mm-hmm. right? As he's going to pray, he knows, you know, there's betrayal ahead of him. There is mockery, being spat upon, Death. being beaten, and then crucified. Mm-hmm. So all that's going on, and all he asks these guys to do is stay awake. Yeah. Imagine on, people going <laughs> to sleep on you <sighs> in your greatest hour of need. Yeah. I feel like the, that's the modern day equivalent is like when you're driving at night, 
And people, you're like, I need you to stay awake so I can stay awake. Who stays awake, right? They yeah. all go to sleep. And you're just left yeah. alone. I don't just know like if I'd this. say that's the equivalent of what Jesus no. experienced. I said a modern day. I said a modern day <laughs> sort example. Of related on a tiny scale. I said a modern day example. David's had a very easy life. <laughs> that is his greatest. That is true. I'm not a good nighttime driver, so uh, I do think that that's um, you know just really so true so impactful too that that we often fall asleep on jesus too right mm-hmm. like we often fall asleep in our walk and we wake up and we're like where have i been why am i so far away and so i think that's interesting to, to, to say that you know all he wanted them to do was just be there with him and yeah and i think it's really hard for us to even comprehend what it was like for jesus on earth like we read the bible we talk about it we know historically there's evidence for it but like if jesus were sitting at this table how different would it be and would we sense a difference in him and so you know like in scriptures we see that even his brothers and sisters you know didn't quite understand or believe and I even wonder about those dynamics between siblings between friends between you know Mary and Joseph his parents and how they treated him versus other siblings like it's hard enough to get along with siblings when you're growing up but to have this added weight of oh mom and dad love him more or they treat him special like Mm. just some of those I think even more practical loneliness like when we evaluate hey Jesus really did become man Mm -hmm. like there is some weight there yeah for sure yeah so I think that it would be really helpful I think for for people to uh, hear from you about like maybe some other examples of loneliness in scripture and you know maybe think about ways in which we could because I think when we talk about Jesus it seems so like you were saying like I don't think this exact equivalent yeah. <laughs> like, like I think it's like Jesus is on a different level so are there other examples of script in scripture where people dealt with loneliness and like how did they get through it how did oh, they yeah. well if you look at um you know, one example is King David. I mean, if you look at a lot of the Psalms, they were written out of the pain mm-hmm. uh, of his loneliness as he's on the run for his life, where the king's trying to, to kill him. And in in the midst of that loneliness, I think David offers us one of the most important things to remember, and that is that the God who's promised to never leave us or forsake us is there and available to us. And so I think David took his loneliness to God Mm. and that's a that's a powerful word for all of us right because we're going to be there and we are there at different times in our lives I Mm -hmm. I I, um, remember a trip that I took to Cuba and we were told we were going to go to these different cities and be with churches that we had helped sponsor in Cuba and um, and so I'm assuming I'm going to be with other people who speak my language and you know the whole nine yards and we'd be together and we'd be housed somewhere. I get out of the, you know, we get off the plane, they drive us to this spot and I literally, they literally let me off in this village where no one spoke English and I am all by myself. Wow. And it was probably one of the loneliest moments. <laughs> Just I'm in a foreign country. I don't know how to speak the language. I'm all by myself. And um, it was in that moment, I had one of the most beautiful few days I've ever had with God mm-hmm. just because he was all I had. Now, now, later in the week, we found a guy who did speak some broken English. So we started making some connections. But man, it was, um, it was a crazy time. But it was, it was so cool to feel that even when I felt very alone, 
that God was with me in that moment. So do you think that would be helpful for people sometimes in their relationship with God, relationship with Jesus to say, I, I think often we're so overwhelmed by like social media and different things of this world, but to kind of lean into that loneliness so that we can hear, what is it, what, what <laughs> verse is it where it's hear the gentle whisper? You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. hear the gentle whisper of God. Do you think it'd be helpful sometimes to get away and, and sort of lean into that yeah. loneliness? explore yeah i think that um something important to make a note of is there's a difference between aloneness and and loneliness loneliness. oh yeah and that's that's important because jesus on multiple occasions withdrew from the crowds right you know people would come to him all the time jesus they're wanting you to come on come on and he he you know he had his time to be alone with the father and it's only sometimes when we have that alone time with the father that helps us know how to relate to people and love people when we are with people so there's a difference between aloneness and loneliness sure yeah but i think i think loneliness is something that we will all continue to experience the rest of our lives even if we're in the best marriage have the best kids the best friends the best pastor church community like we i think almost kind of what you're getting to of leaning into that loneliness, not necessarily the aloneness, but leaning into the brokenness that we do experience of, you know, you can be in a room with 80 people and feel like still feel alone. Still feel alone. I think that that kind of shows us how we really are wired to be in such deep community with Jesus. And that even if we have everything, everything right in our world, even if we could pick the best things, I think that's why we see sometimes, you know, these famous actors or singers or people in Hollywood who have it all and they're still lonely and depressed and anxious is because there is that hole in our heart that only only Jesus, only God can fill. Um, And so when we lean into that sense of loneliness in the world, I think it's also leaning into, hey, how can I make the, that moment a moment for me to lean into Jesus, kind of like you did in Cuba? Yeah, and I think I think that um, there's a sense which God has promised to always be with us. And, you know, if someone is, you know, viewing this right now and listening to this, I think it's important to remember that God has promised to not leave us and to be there for us. And so lean into that relationship, acknowledge our loneliness, yeah. you know, before him. That's what David was doing in the Psalms. I think also it's important that we proactively seek community because mm-hmm. I think sometimes if things aren't going well or whatever, or we're on the outs with certain people, uh, we can tend to isolate mm-hmm. a lot or just be passive about relationships. Absolutely. Yeah. And yeah. if you know you're wired for relationship by God, and, and that's a part of what brings life and meaning to your life. The worst thing we can do is isolate from community. Have times where you want to draw away. Alone time is great, but loneliness is not. And so I was reading something. Uh, I think it's in one of the articles that you guys um, have referred to at the end of this um, time together, this podcast, is that it said that, um, that l- chronic loneliness is the equivalent is lethal to your health mm-hmm. just as smoking 15 cigarettes a day wow. wow and i thought wow but once again if god has hardwired you for community and relationships to totally withdraw from that there's gonna be some impact right and it's always interesting to me when science backs something that god has 
you know, done. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like, you know, there it doesn't really make sense to say that being lonely and being alone is the equivalent of smoking so much, but it's like, yeah, God said it, and we're now, science is proving what God has said. I mm-hmm. love moments like that. Um, but yeah, also just continuing to say, God, you have created me for community. I'm feeling lonely. Like, we can either sit here and continue to just be by ourselves, or can we right. seek out a life group? Like, I know I can see in myself the difference between the seasons I'm in a community of friends who are encouraging and challenging mm-hmm. me and the seasons I'm not. And right. to be completely honest, going back to what you're saying about um, seeking seeking relationships, like actively pursuing those relationships, there's been times in the past um, when we when we we moved around a little bit when we didn't live here, and we were in a life group, and I, I didn't want to go. Like I felt uncomfortable. I didn't feel myself. Um, and I I think that the more I get comfortable with my faith, and the more I get comfortable with my relationship with Jesus, that I think then I start feeling more open in those environments and in those settings. And I think it just, sometimes it just takes saying, I'm going to do this. I'm going to open myself up and allow myself to experience community with others. And and that's a difficult step to take sometimes. Like it took me forever to get comfortable in a life group setting because of that. I mean, and quite honestly, it's like with life groups, I think sometimes people will, or whatever group that you're a part of, we tend to back away mm. and then, but there's a real value to pushing yourself into those settings because let's face it, the the less time you're with people, you start to get that, it doesn't mean anything to you, but when you're with, when you force yourself to, to those times, especially like with a life group where you're gonna grow in your faith Um, Once you put yourself out there and in those environments, like allow your feelings to catch up, but make the commitment to community. Mm -hmm. And then God is going to have all kinds of way of then opening up the meaning of community. But if you just back away, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, you'll, you'll continue to feel more and more isolated. I remember like in college, just how overwhelming that new season could be. And you leave your home, your family, your high school friends. Yeah. Yeah, And you go off and you're like, you know, you can't just grow an old friend. You can't just find that instant comfort with someone because you haven't known them for 10 years. But what I love about Christian community specifically is just this idea that like we have Jesus in common. And when we have that, some of the other things don't matter as much. You know, I remember one friend I had in college, Amanda, and she and I, we didn't spend any real time going out to dinner or things, but we read the Bible together every week. Mm. And it's like, I didn't know her favorite color. We just didn't have time. You know, you're doing college classes, but didn't know her favorite color, didn't know a ton about, you know, like all these different unique things, her favorite movie, favorite song, but I did know like her heart for Jesus and Mm. that bond. I feel like it just, it, it brings you so much deeper than some of those things. Like, and that's what I love about life groups is you are asked and, and you are led into discussions that take you immediately deeply because honestly, like we don't have time Mm -hmm. to like, stay on the surface. We just don't like our lives are so short and yes, it's great to continue to do life. And I'm not saying we shouldn't go out to lunch and get to know each other's favorite color, but it's just, uh, you know, I love the question you always ask of just like that hundred year question of Mm. what's going to matter a hundred years from now. Mm. What's going to matter is, is that we have Jesus. Mm -hmm. And and I think too that, you know, we're talking about things that are very like 
Christian things when we're talking about life groups and things, but maybe you're spiritually curious and maybe yeah. you're not really at that point yet. What are some some things that we can do to talk to people about loneliness or like what should I do if I'm experiencing loneliness but I'm not plugged into a church family or I'm not in a life group or I'm not in a small group? Um, maybe I don't have other friends who are at the same level of even spiritually curi- spiritual curiosity that I am. Mm-hmm. How do I, what do I do? Because... I think that there are so many people that they're seeking, 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 and sometimes it's um, it, it leads us to to find answers and things that we shouldn't be finding answers in. In terms of, it's not going to be a real fix, mm-hmm. you know. Um, yeah. So, how do we help or or come alongside people? <clears throat> or if I'm experiencing loneliness and I just don't have a relationship with Jesus, what would you say? Yeah, I think that um, one of the things <laughs> the Bible does allude to is. It's always important to um, definitely um, reflect on the kind of circle you put yourself into. Because mm-hmm. I think sometimes people in desperation to get into community throw themselves into the, the wrong crowd, so to speak. People that take us to places uh, that we're don't bring any life to us or happiness or we, we throw ourselves into relationships that are very destructive and hurtful. Mm -hmm. And so I do think it's very important to be selective as you put yourself into community. So find, you know, if if you're not a believer, whatever, find a a healthy circle of people to do life with where you're valued, where you're loved, um, yeah, I, I think that's super important, but but don't just allow yourself to drift and isolate. You know, yeah. find some because there are some people that you can do life with. And I know sometimes people throw out the baby with the bathwater. You know, it's kind of like you go out on one date and it was a terrible date. <laughs> you don't throw dating out the door, right? <laughs> I mean, you still date, yeah. right? So you don't just completely give up on dating. And it, don't ever give up on community. Mm-hmm. You may not have found the right community yet, but don't give up on it. Yeah, and not saying that Christian community is the only good community. No. Like I don't, I don't want people to right. hear that Christians are the good people you should be around, and non-Christians are the bad. Like some no. of my closest no. and favorite yes. people don't know Jesus, and that's okay. But I think really what's important in this time together is for us to just kind of look inward mm-hmm. and say, okay, I'm experiencing loneliness. There are some truths I know about Jesus and community. How can I lean into those? Mm-hmm. Right. And I, th- I think that's a real opportunity for us as Jesus followers to be that example for people. You know, like show Jesus' love to people even if they don't believe in Jesus or even they don't believe in God. It's the idea of like, I need to go out and be a light to the world in every situation. I need to be someone who brings people into maybe my community, if I see someone who's lonely, if I see yeah. someone who may be struggling. Not because I'm better or have no. all the answers, but because I'm walking with Jesus. Absolutely. Exactly. Yeah, and, and and you can still almost cure your own loneliness in those relationships too. Like you find company with yeah. people that may be feeling those same things. and Absolutely. Or maybe you've been there in the past and you're in a better yeah. spot now and you can kind of shed some light on that to others. Yeah. Well, hey, as we're closing out, Pastor Jerry, I just wanted to give you one last chance to kind of speak to those people who are experiencing loneliness. Is there anything you really want to just convey, this last thought that you kind of want to leave people with? Sure. Well, I would just want to encourage you. um, You were made for community. Whether you acknowledge this God 
mm-hmm. that um, created you, you know, God intended for us for community. And if we um, are pulling back from that, we are missing out on one of the true blessings and gifts that God has given us. And I'd say if you're a believer, all the more reason you need a circle in your life of people who are encouraging you, praying for you, um, and challenging you and inspiring you because we were never intended to do our faith journey alone either. And so, yeah, just, and, and, and I would encourage people as well that, um, God who loves you desires a relationship with you as well. And it's so important that, um, you know, we lean into that relationship because he will always be there for us. Yeah, absolutely. That's great. Well, hey, you guys, thanks for joining us on this episode of the More Question Podcast. We've had so much fun hanging out with you, Pastor Jerry, and with co-host David. Um, if y'all have any questions, we want to hear them. Um, we have an email, one question at picturejacks.com, where you can share any of your questions. And-